Welcome to Break a Leg. You've heard that term before, and it doesn't mean forcing an injury. It's all about the arts. From theater to movies to books to TV, we'll give you the inside scoop on what goes on behind the scenes, as well as how you can get involved in the arts. Now, here is your host. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Break a Leg. I'm Raina. And I'm Michelle. Yeah, and we've had Michelle on our show before, so that's always nice. And, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Michelle's trip to New York for, like, just, because it was for school, just, like, was it for, like, anything specific, or was it just... Journalism, quotation marks around journalism, because Drama Club was allowed to tag along. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it was. And then also the show, so you got to see New York, the places, the overall atmosphere. And then if we have time, we can go over senior-directed one acts, which my school also did and then also the um drama class performances which you did very lovely in last night oh thank you i bet you did lovely thank also thank I you didn't see it <laughs> it's okay i couldn't have <laughs> all right so let's start with the big apple so <laughs> anything you'd like me to highlight on all right there, so you more. said so you said it was okay because my school we have you know our journalism and newspaper like they're like really they really focus on that at my school, and they get to go to New York. And I guess Drama Club this year got to go with them. The, thes- the thespians did. Yeah, and so. this heart was like, Kubo, you know, thespians, uh, bring them along. It's, it's a great experience. So, we so always, he's like, oh, So okay. he just whispered, psst, we're on journalism, if anyone asks. <laughs> we're on journalism. And, um, yeah, we didn't go. They did a whole Columbia <laughs> University thing while we went and did actual cool stuff. I that's mean, not cool. that, that they won awards and stuff, and that was that's pretty cool. But seeing shows is like, you know, that's like the yeah. main reason you go to New York anywhere. So, tell me about how, okay, so when you first go into New York City, what is it like? Because I want to go really bad, and I haven't been able to go. <laughs> it's like, I can't even describe it. It's like a euphoric feeling, and you get, I don't know. It's was like, it cold there? Because I heard it was really... Cold. Yeah, but I was smiling so much that I couldn't tell. <laughs> was it snowy there or no? Uh, it snowed. Because oh. what month did you go and you went? Uh, in? March. March. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it snowed the last two days we were there. So one day it was like sprinkling, and then it was just windy the entire time, which was actually pretty awful. But uh. <laughs> it can be overlooked. That's the only problem with New York. It's like just so cold all the time, and you're like. Ugh. It's bearable in the summer. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, all right. So, what shows did you go to see in New York? Uh, I went to go see A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder and The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime. Ah. All right. So, I see you brought a playbill with you from Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Yes, I did. And you're the only one that can see it. But <laughs> here it is. I'm, okay. I'm holding it up. Yeah, she's holding it. I can yeah. testify for this. Yes. All right. So,. What is, in case we have non-theater people... Anyway, so what is Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder about? Okay, to those ignorant people. <laughs> um, not ignorant, they're just unaware. There unaware. we go, that's a better... <laughs> unaware. I couldn't, I couldn't think of the word. That's a better one. <laughs> All right. You got it. Yeah. Okay, so a Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder is a musical production, and it is about this man, Henry... And I think that's his name. Sorry, wow. <laughs> I don't remember. You want to go see it on, on 
Broadway. I know it was a long time ago. Is that his <laughs> no, name? I'm going to look you. through the cast list. Sure, we'll say that's his name. I can't find it. Good enough for me. All right, so um, And he realized he he was told, actually, that he belongs to the Dysquith family, mm-hmm. and that's a very rich English family. And uh, during the time, he uh, was dating a girl, and she wanted to marry someone who was rich. So he thought the perfect way to marry her is to become rich. And there's a long line of Dysquiths before him. So what he tries to do is he tries each in a unique way to kill them off. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> to uh, become first in line to the fortune. And so basically, yeah, there's love, there's singing. It's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, it was, And of course, murder. Mm-hmm. And that's always my favorite three, you know, just love, singing, murder, my favorite combination. No. Of course but, it is. Yeah, I mean, totally. it's pretty specific in... The title. <laughs> the title. A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Yes. Also, there's a piano on the front cover, so it's also a musical. musical. Yes, it's very... And he's right. a very proper guy, so it looks like he's English. Yes. So there we go. That's know, the whole play summed up on the cover of the playbill. <laughs> All right. So tell me about the curious incident of the dog okay, at night. Well, I did not bring that playbill with That's me. That's all good. It's but all good. I wrote a report, so I know a lot about that one. Okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so it was a book, for those of you who've read it before, it's a very spectacular book, and the way it was done was the most amazing thing you would have ever seen. So it is about an autistic boy named Christopher, and he's 15 years old, and it's also in England. <laughs> what do you Everything know? English in plays. Yeah. <laughs> and so he lives with his father. Somehow his mother mysteriously disappeared. And he finds his neighbor's dog, Wellington, on the front lawn, stabbed with a garden fork. Oh, and that's so sad. It is, it is really sad. It's so sad. But throughout this whole entire play, he's trying to figure out who murdered Wellington. And another one of his goals is he's a big math genius. So they have... the. In England, they have certain levels of math, like mm-hmm. A level, B level, C level. Kind of like here, how we yes. have like geometry, mm-hmm. algebra. So he was on, he was on like, I think like a D level, like whatever the starting math is. So anyone from England, don't yell at me. I don't know what you do with your maths, okay? But he wanted to study for an A level. He wanted to take the A level test. So another big part of that play was him and his father trying to convince his teachers to let him take the advanced level math the highest level and in that school apparently in the town of swindon nobody has ever passed the a-level maths so we get to see his journey through that and throughout the play all of this is written he's writing a journal to his kind of like on heathers it's kind of like yeah she's kind of like that yeah see theater connections there (laughs) we go connections and uh, he's writing a journal and about everything that happens. And, I don't know, his guidance counselor or something helps him through it and asks him a bunch of questions. And, you know, other than that, um, the story is written greatly. It's, 
acted out like spectacularly. The the boy who played Christopher is absolutely amazing. There were some really sad parts. It showed the realism of autism. And it was just really sad how they would have like certain panic deep panic attacks about it and you can't really touch them or else he would freak out. He would yell and scream. Some it was it's actually really cool because it kind of brings yeah. like a light to that whole situation. But it sounds like it's a really yeah, good... Yeah, it does. You really learn more about it and you become more aware that it actually... It sounds like, like it's a really mm-hmm. good like play, though. Yeah, and it was done... The best part of it was the technical aspect of it. It was set up... So there was a stage, but they made their own stage. They made a grid box. And, like, of course, the front of that was missing because, haha, you can't see them otherwise. <laughs> so... It was like a cube, sort of, and in there were little, were the grids, of course, the little squares, and they were all lit up. So they would set different lights to them, and they would light up in different ways. There would be pictures set up along the floors. Like, there weren't actually buildings to differentiate how he would go from his neighbor's house to another investigating, asking them about Wellington's murder, Mm -hmm. if they knew anything. There were actually lights like, dotted lights connecting to show the outlines of the houses. Oh, that's really cool, actually. And the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool, yeah. So they had, of course, cubes, and the cubes would open up, and he would pull, like, because he liked to build trains. He would pull train sets out, and he would set up the tracks and stuff, and there were multiple boxes that would open up and reveal things like that's documents really cool. and papers and such like that. And there was an actual chalkboard on the floor. So during a point he would actually, when he was trying to discover something, one of his theories, he would stand up and run around drawing a circle with chalk on the floor. It's actually really cool. Yeah, it was. It was very, very interesting. And you, you have to see it. Look it up on YouTube. You can see many examples of what look they up an, Look up an illegal, illegally recorded bootleg on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yes. Break, just, a, break a leg does, does not support illegal activity. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> anyways. Some. Alright, so, let's take a break. I'm Raina. I'm Michelle. And you're listening to Break a Leg. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. At 14, you've become a teenager and are ready to move on to the next phase of your years. The squeals and screams are replaced by slightly less squeals and screams, and you're expected to act a little more grown up. Tune in to Life at 14 for the answers and support you need to get through this time in your life. Your hosts have some amazing life experiences, and because of this, they have the know-how to get you ready for what's next. Life at 14, Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. 
Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Raina. And I'm Michelle. And we were just talking about her trip to New York and how she saw A Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder and the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Yes. And yes. Also, I have to ask, did they ever figure out who murdered Wellington? Yes, he did. Near the ending. But it's a secret? Yes. I'm not going to reveal it. If you want to know, read the book or actually go see the play. Or go just look on Wikipedia. Illegal or not, we're not in charge of what you do. (laughs) We we don't sponsor that. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Just be careful. And if you really want to just go on Wikipedia and look up plot, if you really feel like you have to, but yeah, that's not really the best way to find out because you yeah. got to see it to believe it. You know, it's like... That's how also, I found out. Also, anybody can edit Wikipedia, I feel like. So they could probably write like a false ending, even though I don't know why someone would do that. Yeah, you'd you'd such, be surprised such evil about pe- the changes that are made on Wikipedia. Such, it's strange. Such evil people. Such evil. All right. Anyway. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything else you got to do in New York besides... Go see shows. Oh, I mean, yes. Ella would love to go see shows, too. I have a whole list of pictures that documented all that I did throughout New York. And you'll have to describe them because we can't really see over radio. Because that's yes, just how yes, yes. radio I underst- works. I understand. <laughs> yes. Um, the first thing we did... So, we left Tuesday morning on the school day. Haha. Uh, sorry, Raina, you had to be at school. <laughs> we were there <laughs> We were there all week long. We were there until Saturday morning, afternoon-ish, I guess. Anyway, we came, we came there in like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, New York time, I guess because it's two Different hours, time zone. Two, three hours from, I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Yes. yes. Anyway, so... We didn't do much that first day, but I remember just being so excited. All we did was try to get to New York because we went to Newark Airport. Because, I don't know, I guess it was more expensive to go to JFK on the... I think it would be kind of more expensive, Mm -hmm. no? But we did go on the return flight to JFK. That's cool. Yeah, it's a really beautiful airport. Is it? I have pictures of it. Mm -hmm. They have, like, a whole spans of like around the world cities painted on their wall like after security check i think and it was amazing to see that but anyway so we were in newark and uh that morning i got up at probably four o'clock oh my god 30 4 30 i think Ooh. Um, I our could, I, flight. I, don't like mm-hmm. I know. But yeah, had I like to be sleeping. at Starbucks at seven. Starbucks. Yes, we do promote Starbucks, though. Yes, always. That's Starbucks. that's something that we do. Um, but they have really good croissants there. They do. Just thought I'd point that out. They have really good croissants. I had a bagel there that morning. They have good bagels too. Mm-hmm. I also had a tiramisu latte. Ooh. That was really good. Okay, but I'm not. <laughs> no one cares <laughs> about my breakfast. So <laughs> yes, obviously I ate breakfast. Wow, what a big surprise! <gasps> ate breakfast there Michelle, before my trip to New York. How could you? How amazing! How life changing! <laughs> but anyway, we drove to the airport in carpools. There were 20 journalism kids and uh, six drama club kids. Yeah, drama club. I was the only junior. The rest were seniors. Hey. 
hey, hey, hey. 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 Um, I actually talked to Kupo hey. about it during the drum club meeting, and I recommended that we do it again next year. And he's like, okay, I'll think <laughs> about it. Because we we really made fun of him when we were there. Oh we teased him and stuff. Why? And he got really, they're most not really me, but the seniors. <laughs> they the seniors. I don't know. Seniors are just kind of they like him outside of a school environment because he's more open to. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the seniors in Koopa are like like I don't know. I feel like everybody's just like friends with Koopa. Like that's like because Koopa just like. We asked the desk clerk at the Hampton Inn, what do you think our relationship is with Kupo? He said, teacher slash friend. There you go. So, there we go. Okay. That's, that describes everyone's totally relationship Totally off Kupo. track. I'm describing my journey here. <laughs> uh, so, we get to uh, Phoenix Airport. I actually see Orly standing in the security oh, really? line on the way Shout there. Shout out to our friend Orly. Yes. Hey, what's up, girl? Hey, girl. How you doing? Yeah, you're on. I bet you your New York trip was as great as mine, although you were there for a sad reason. Um, <laughs> I think she was there for a funeral. Was she? Oh my god, yeah. that's so sad. Yeah, but oh. but she still got to explore New York. And, that's so cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it was. But anyway, we got on the airplane. A grueling four-hour trip. Hmm. I think five, maybe. No, it was five. I read the Grapes of Wrath. On the trip, which nearly killed me before I even got there. Uh. <laughs> that wasn't a very pleasant book to read. And so we finally got to New York Airport and then began our long drive to New York. We drove probably an hour or two. Oh, wow. One of those hours was, we had a big, it was funny, we had kind of, I think it was a party bus. A party because bus? Because the floors of the bus were all like in fluorescent blue Light, and there was like that sounds like a party. It that was, sounds like a party bus. It wasn't actually like a. It was like a van, though, okay. like one of those bus. A party vans. van. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was a black van. It was so fun. We were, yeah, half of us drama c- club kids were in there. I don't think like, no, actually, I think we were all there, and Grace was in there with us, and I think a couple other people, <laughs> which didn't contribute much to the conversation because you know we're scary theater kids. Dun, dun, dun. But most of our time was spent in the tunnel from Newark to New York. There was a ton of traffic that day. Isn't there always just a lot of traffic in New yeah. York in general, though? And I like, remember constantly texting you while we moved through the tunnel, yeah. and I was like, are we done yet? Are we done? I'm just going to tell you what we're talking about in here because it's <laughs> yeah. strange. Uh, huh. Yeah, strange conversation topics that go on during an hour that Koopa was awkwardly in. But anyway, we finally <laughs> got there. Uh, our hotel was Southampton Inn at Times Square. And so we got situated. And later that night, we walked through Times Square. That's so cool. Freezing as heck. I, yeah, probably was kind of cold. But <laughs> Windy as heck. Ooh. And those big, like, the guys dressed up as Statue of Liberty people freaked me out. <laughs> and Kupo constantly told us to not talk to them because they require money whenever we talk to them. Yeah. They, they're they the ones that scared me, but there was a guy in an Olaf costume, and there was a very sad-looking Elmo. Oh. <laughs> I know, it was really I sad. Everybody like, in an Elmo costume is usually like really sad, and it's like, it was, oh, like, it was kind of happy like, Elmo. It was kind of dirty Elmo costume, and oh. I felt kind of bad, and I was like, oh, so sad. But we walked past, and I was... I took about... 
30,000 pictures, and I sent most of them to Reina. Yeah. Because there were some billboard flashes of her favorite musicals. Yes. And I was, I remember I saw you guys walk by Gershwin Theater, which is where Wicked plays, and I was like. Yeah, we walked by, that was a few days later. I know, but Um, still, I was like, I love that. But when we got outside of the hotel that night and we walked to Times Square, it was, it was dark by then, so it was completely dark, and it was so windy that when we walked into St. John's Pizzeria, I could not feel my face at all. Oh, and it took me probably about 20 minutes sitting there and rubbing my face until I actually felt something in my face. (laughs) But it was a good time. I did they have good pizza? Oh, it was the best. It was so St. John's Pizzeria was once a church and they have beautiful, like, stained glass windows, and they have a beautiful Art Deco ceiling, and they have a nice large mural of, like, a town painted. Like, when you sit, there have, they have, like, three stories. There are, like, balconies and, like, mm-hmm. spiral staircases and stuff. And it was just a really great experience. Uh, we signed up for a buffet, actually. So first we had things like salad and breadsticks and... um Stuffed mozzarella-filled breadsticks with marinara sauce on the side. And then we actually had our pizza. And then we had dessert. Brownies and cookies and calzones. (gasps) Oh, that sounds so good. It was was amazing. It was great because I didn't have to pay for it. (laughs) But later I found out because my mom had to pay Miss Hart later. So we found out that it was like, I don't know, over $30 per person. And I was like, oh... (laughs) <laughs> okay okay but was the food worth it though yes okay that's all that matters but later i stayed up with my roommates um my roommates were kelly michaela and sarah and we could not go to sleep probably you because you it was like cookies and brownies two, <laughs> and it bed. was two hours before so we were up we had to get up at seven o'clock in the morning yeah and it was like one o'clock and we were like no man it's like 11 back in arizona (laughs) so obviously it's the right thing to do to stay up to stay up till arizona time all right so running a little long time for this segment let's take a break i'm reyna and i'm michelle keep it right here you're listening to break a leg looking for a show about your favorite movies stars and dvd releases Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids.
about the world concerns you. Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Break a Leg. I'm Lena. And I'm Michelle. I'm really tired. Anyway, I'm just going to go out Anyway, so we were talking about Michelle's New York trip and how it was exciting and how she got to eat pizza. Yes, and I it was got really expensive through. pizza, but she got to eat it. That's and she okay. Felt, that's okay. And she, you know, I wasn't was paying it. for it, so that's fine. <laughs> I, I had not paying for it. Oh, salad. and there was also salad. Just to let you know, salad. there was salad too with a really great what vinaigrette kind of? Caesar salad. Ooh. There was Caesar salad. I love Caesar salad. There was like home style. Mm. There were like things, different Italian things to choose dressing. from, and we had like. We had big like pitchers of like either water or coke on our table. Yeah. There were like good. twelve of us drama, drama and I don't know like John Tracy and Grace sat with us too. Were so. they weren't they going to? They were in like the journalism and newspaper, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. They still were kind of. They're still technically drama club kids, though. But yeah, they they're drama club kids there that actually weren't that really were there for there drama for club journalism, but they still are drama club kids, mm-hmm. so they are included in the fun. Yeah. They were, but they didn't have as much fun as we did. <laughs> Probably not. Just cause. saying. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, so mm-hmm. that we described your first day in New York. So tell yeah. me about the other days. So my that was my first night. So here's my actual first real day. Okay. In New York. So Wednesday. Uh. Okay. Wednesday started off really rainy. <laughs> started out really cold. Of course, we wore layers. And layers and layers, I got my first blisters that day. Oh! Um, the night before, we'd stayed up probably till 2 o'clock in the morning New York That's time. Not- and we got up at 7 o'clock in the morning New York Five time. Five so, hours of sleep. Yay. So I was like, oh, I should text my friends. Like, good morning. How are you? How is it back in Arizona where you have to go to school? Because I'm mean. Uh, <laughs> evil. But I was evil. like, that would have been meaner because you been it's 3 us. o'clock in the morning in yeah. Arizona. So <laughs> now I realize that. It's not a two-hour difference. It's not a three-hour difference. It's a four-hour difference. 
aren't you glad I didn't text you at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I'm really. I mean, I would have loved to talk to you, but I mean, then again, I, think I, like, you like, I like to sleep. sleep. I, I like understand, to sleep, though. I so, understand. I was like, yeah, no. Nah. So yeah, no, man. that day no, started man, no. off kind of like somber because we went to go see uh, the nine <clears throat> eleven memorial. Oh. The waterfall memorial. That sounds like really pretty, but and it was like kind of. It sad. was really pretty that day. Actually, I saw snow, but it was like, it was like rain in Arizona. Kind of like sleet almost. One small like flake coming on your arm or on your face, like in like five minutes. So it was barely anything, and like it wasn't even very noticeable at all. But the sky was totally gray. But it was. It was beautiful and sad, and at the same time we were there, we went there at like eight o'clock in the morning. There was no one else in the square at all. Really, probably because except it was like <laughs> except a guy who was trying to polish the, oh. <laughs> the the thing around the waterfall with all the names on it, and he was like, "Can you guys please?" And we were like, "Oh, oh, sorry, just sorry, just man. Gonna take some selfies and take some selfies. We we did. We took some awkward selfies. Also some awkward with, with selfies. Kubo kind of in them. Oh my god, Poor Kubo. it was it was really it was fun. Um, I can't really. Okay, so Wednesday, yeah, that was. I think we also saw our first show that day. Um, later that did night, did you guys see which show? Did you see first? We went to go see Gentleman's Guide ah, first. Okay. Yes, um, so that was later that night. I believe that started at about 7 o'clock. And uh, we got out at 11. Uh, that first night, I think, before we had dinner at Chopped, which is a salad place across the street, only because we wanted to go to the Shake Shack, and it was full of people. Actually, the journalism kids went to the Shake Shack. We wanted to go to the counter, but it was so full that uh, the no man point. told us we had to wait for 10 or 20 minutes, and we had to make the show. Yeah. Because we went out at, I think, 5.36. So there was no way we could have done that. So everyone was like, oh, this cool salad place, yeah. And I was was like, the salad good? It was very good. It was very fresh. So the reason why Chopped is different from any other like salad bar or restaurant kind of thing is because they take your salad, they have it all like pre-made, and they take it out, and they put it on a little metallic cut- cutting board, and they take this long, like round, like half-circle knife, and they chop it right in front of you into oh, little so cool. teeny, teeny, tiny pieces. And they put it in this huge, deep plastic bowl, and they give you like dressing... So you could pour in it, and then they shake it too, and it was really good. It was it was really good. Did they have like every kind of salad imaginable, mm-hmm. basically. Well, kind of. They had the, they had mostly specialty salads. They had a lot of Cobb salads. They had like Santa Fe salads, Cobb salads Caesar salads, home style salads, Southwestern salads. Ooh, yeah. I've had those before. Those are good too. Yeah, there's a lot of. There, we then, had a different variety of salads between again, the I six love, of us. Then again, seven I love, of us. Kubo, sorry. Then again, I love like food. So yeah, <laughs> I love food, food too. Food glory. No, food. no, 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 no. We spent like four segments on that already. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I know we're not supposed to dwell on it, but I, I just, I had to bring it up. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Michelle's like, I'm done with you. Um, I, I, let's move on. No, that's okay. No. Um, you're okay. I think. The first day, we also before all that, we went we went to Washington Square Park, and uh, we went not 
close enough to the Statue of Liberty, but very, very, very far. So that when I took a picture of it with my zoom up all the way on my phone, it still looked pretty far away. But, but you could still but see I it. But I saw it. Which is cool. I was there. That's all that matters, right? I was so close. We didn't go on a ferry trip because we thought that ferry trips would be too expensive. There was one day where we almost went to Coney Island. Coney Island. But I was like, I was like can we sometimes... Sorry. <laughs> but I was like, can we sometimes see my college AMDA? And Kupo took some time as that very minute that day. So we went. And I was like, oh, it didn't have be today but that's fine <laughs> i swear like every time i've actually like i referenced two musicals i've talked about on the show in one segment i'm pretty proud of myself <laughs> michelle's oh, just like oh my god i know yeah it's okay it's, it's okay. okay i get it but um I, I can't remember what else i think we did we probably did something else that day we walked around we walked to a lot of coffee shops because Zach needed his coffee fill, like, five times oh a day. God. I love Zach so much. Like, literally, he's in my art class, and he always comes in. He always comes with a Starbucks. I know. He's like, yeah, I go to, like, There would be points where we would be, like, across the street from Starbucks and be like, oh, Starbucks! And Koopa was like, no, we're not stopping at Starbucks <laughs> again. I love Zach, though. Zach is, like, he's, like, so great. He's like, Zach, try New York-style coffee shops. He's like, but Starbucks. He's like, try <laughs> something be- different. Okay. Zach told me he's, like, a regular at Starbucks, and they know him and stuff, and he is, like, he goes, like, three times a day, and I'm like, that's cool, Zach. I know. Everybody mm-hmm. loves Zach, though. Like, I don't know anyone who doesn't like Zach. Like, Zach is just, like, so great. I swear. I know. He is. Yeah. <laughs> and it's at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, we, though, you're just kind of like, okay, Zach. We got coffee Starbucks. a lot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, speaking of coffee, so there was a, a couple blocks down from the Southampton and Hotel there was this coffee shop named Bongiorno, and they served the creamiest, absolute best mocha latte you could ever drink. Really? Yes. It was so smooth and creamy. It was delicious heaven. Sounds lovely. It was, it was the best coffee I've ever had. <laughs> and uh, I wish I had more of it, but, I mean, it was really expensive. Then again, a lot of, like, things that they're, like, at, like, Mm -hmm. Times Square, like, really pricey. Really expensive? On the last, if you want to talk about pricey, on the last day that I was in New York, uh, before we went to the MoMA, uh, we, Kupo told us to get some lunch or something, because we would have to go straight to the airport after we got to MoMA. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we went in search for food, and Michaela and I went down the street to, like, a fried chicken place that also randomly sold pizza. <laughs> and uh, I had a... Fried chicken and pizza, why a not? A large pizza the size of, like, a large... The length of a large pa- paper plate, probably. Like, you know, like a pizza, like those personal pan pizzas? Like one yeah. Of yeah, yeah, I get you. It was one slice and a Sprite, and I paid about $4, 4 or $5 oh. for it. Mm-hmm. So everything's pretty expensive, so... <laughs> Unless you have a job, you're going to be poor trying to you're find food. You're going to be poor trying to find food. Unless yeah. it's provided for you. Go to a college where they provide you food. That's a tip. Probably. All right, so we're running out of time on the third segment. Let's take a break. I'm Raina. And I'm Michelle. And we'll thank you right away.
a responsible person and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! You are listening to Break a Leg on the Voice America Kids Channel. And now, here is the next act. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the final second of Break a Leg. I'm Rainy. And I'm Michelle. I'm Rainy. I'm so sad. No, I need more, but it's okay. We got this. Anyway. I'm oh, gonna... you can't hear me. I was nodding. So, yes. <laughs> you can't hear me because I was nodding. I can't see you. It's too loud. I can't hear. It's too dark. No, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Did you ever? Okay, there's like I don't know. It was like a joke. It's, it's, Sorry. It's like a, <laughs> I don't know, like. Sometimes one time someone said like I can't see you. It's too loud. I'm like what? And they're like, oh sorry. And like, they mix because they mixed it up. It was really funny. And I'm like, oh, I, I just say that all the that time. That happened now. on SpongeBob. On SpongeBob. <laughs> I can't hear you. It's too dark. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that the cinema episode? Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Anyway. I'm such a nerd. Okay. Anyway. No, I'm I'm a nerd too. So where was I? Like my second day in New York. So we can just okay, mix the so next three days into one. Yeah, I'm going to mix everything together, and you're not going to know what day I did it or what time I did it. Da-na-na. Yeah. For Suspense. a fun puzzle to do if you have free time in your life or if you don't have a life, try to mix these events <laughs> in... If you don't have a life. Hey, I'm talking. <laughs> try to mix these orders in events that make sense. I, I mix that up. Try to mix these events in events <laughs> that make sense. It's all right. You see, I need to go to bed again. I, I need to sleep I got too. up at 6.30 this morning. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Pretty difficult time. Okay. Omelet. We're just struggle bussing. Struggle bussing. We are. I thought you just said omelet. And I was like, hey, omelet. <laughs> I don't know. I, okay. think, I think we're kind of delirious. I'm so sorry. I'm sleep. delirious. So back to the first night in New York before we went to bed, we stopped at a Broadway specialty store. And I actually got a Broadway t-shirt, which I cannot find in my closet right now. It's a sad time. I've never worn it. I don't know where it is. So I have to wear my drama club shirt instead. Well, drama club shirts are always nice, Yeah, but it's an actual Broadway shirt I bought on Broadway. (laughs) I'm sure you'll find it somewhere. And that first night, we bought our Metro cards. $30. Ah. LOL. I almost hit myself in the face of the mic. (laughs) Yeah, so, okay. 
So I'm just going to list random things that I did. Just go on ahead. We went... Keep trucking on. Keep keep trucking on. I'm trying. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So Thursday, I think, we went to go see... We went to a workshop to see the Neo-Futurists, which is a cool group that sees theater in a totally different style. I should have brought I should have brought a program and the paper that they gave me describing what we had to do in the workshop. But it was things like trying to set yourself apart from like what you're doing and try to bring out more of your real self. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bring out more of your real self instead of like your character, like use your real emotions to figure out how to do things. So kind of like mm, not really method acting, but cuz well, no not necessarily. I mean, you can say that it was like similar to it almost because, like, mm-hmm. method acting, you're actually like you, like you're actually doing. I don't know. And it was like, what's his name? Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. The guy. I can't. Who are you talking about? Not Meyerhold, but the other M guy. Um. Oh. Um, wow. I'm a bad theater person. I was in. Uh, I was actually in this class. <laughs> Uh, don't worry about it. Anyway, Whatever. keep going. Sorry, Koopo. I actually did learn stuff from your class. It's in there somewhere. <laughs> it's in there somewhere. Oh, okay, anyway, um, yes. Okay, so we went to that. That was a really cool workshop. Uh, then we went to sushi, which was very good choice. It was very good sushi. Hmm. They had California rolls. They actually had specialty dessert. T- oh, wow. Like, not dessert tuna, dessert sushi. Dessert tuna. With, like, they had a Nutella one, and they had one deep fried in, like, a Twinkie. Nutella? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Except it was weird because there was seaweed, so it tasted... Oh. Didn't, the aftertaste was pretty bad. Oh, but, but there's Nutella, so it's all There good. was, like, Nutella, rice, banana, and strawberry with seaweed wrapped around. So oh. it was a strange experience, but I stole one of Kupo's, so... <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really good. Uh, we had fun. They had games in that place. They had, like, three TVs. Really? With, like, game shows on it. And they had, like, a corner of games. So we played, um, what's it called? I guess that, um, the game where you have, like, a card and you have to list, like, words. Like, there are a list of words that you can't say. Oh, uh, taboo? Word. Yeah, taboo. There we go. I can't see short-term memory loss. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we played that, and that was really fun. I think my team won. That's why it was fun. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we went to, like, really cool bookshops and coffee shops. One day we went around Zach Lincoln. and his coffee. Yes, Zach and his coffee. <laughs> One day we went around Lincoln Center. We went inside the Metropolitan Opera, Ooh. and we went into their gift shop, and we looked around, which was very cool. I almost cried being in Lincoln Center. <laughs> I almost um, cried. One day we went to my college, AMDA, and I got to look inside, and I actually did cry. Oh, <laughs> And uh, I got to tour, and I got to ask Aww. her questions. Aww, I Aww. Know. Which a uh, really exciting thing, guys. Don't mean to brag, but I got accepted. Yay. Yay. If you were wondering <gasps> my terms on that. Ca- sh- Captain is barking out of excitement. Sh- He's like, yes. yes. He's so happy for me. Congrats, Michelle. Thank you. Captain, Captain is the official okay. kid star dog. Yeah, and then we went, um, Emma had to go to Circle and Square to see their options for audition times, which was right next to the Gershwin Theater. Ah. That's where Wicked plays, yes. if you guys don't know. And I took a picture of 
the wicked sign on Gershwin Theater, and I sent it to Rena. Yeah, and I was very happy, and I was mm-hmm. like, yes! yes, it was very very exciting. Uh, so what else we did we do? We went to Fifth Avenue that we didn't. Kubo decided right in the middle. Oh no, we have to meet them a half hour earlier, not the time I thought we were supposed to. So we had to rush back down the subway, <laughs> go back to Manhattan, to Upper Manhattan, and because we had a workshop with people who were actually in the theater, there was one who was a technician, one who writes recommendation letters, ones who acts, uh, one one guy was a part-time actor, part-time like lighting. That's cool. Stage guy. And yeah. he had a girlfriend who makes wigs for a living for the theater. Oh, that's cool. He was cute. Uh, just <laughs> uh, Well, he's, and our, one he's girl, already taken, though, Michelle. Sorry. Shh. <laughs> Maybe someday he won't be. <laughs> someday. Uh, and anyway, there was Jie, who I actually worked with uh, in, during my uh, mime camp days. And it was really cool seeing her again. And she said she had a performance in the theater across the way. And it it was wonderful to see how she had evolved and her what her journey was coming from the same town I was. She went to Cactus Shadows, the same school we go really? to. Really? That's cool. She is the same age as Kupo. She graduated with Kupo. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's nice. And it was... It was, was Kupo just... Did Kupo know her very well? Yeah, or? that's why she set, she set him up with Right, the right. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And it was really cool. Uh, one girl went to Sarah Lawrence College and stuff, and she does statistical things for theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really cool. They all said they loved their jobs and everything. And that was really cool. We went to see them on Friday. And uh, after that, we went to Smack, which is a specialty mac and cheese place for lunch. And they would have these mini skillets. And they would cook specialty mac and cheeses in there. They had, like, buffalo chicken. That sounds really good. They had all all kinds (laughs) of macaroni. And it was very, I very love mac good. and cheese. That sounds like it was like really fun. It was. I'm hungry thinking about all this food that <laughs> Michelle, we ate. Now I'm hungry because I want um, mac and cheese. Yeah, and one night before salad and pizza and breadsticks. So we went to now. see on thir- backing up Thursday night. We went to go see Curious Incident, mm-hmm. and before that, we actually went to Smash Burger, and that was possibly the best burger I ever had. Have, I had it. They have a lot of Smash Burgers actually here. Really? Yeah, they have Smash Burger here. Where? Not where I am. <laughs> I'll I'll have to give you. I, yeah, directions anyway. and stuff later. They have a smash burger that's pretty close yeah, to... that's really cool. Yeah, anyway. they have smash burger actually mm-hmm. really good hamburgers. Wrapping up, so My dad loves that We went to smash burger. I had like bell peppers cut up with like a cheesy sauce and Ooh. I had it in like a burger with kind they've of actually, like a chipotle. They actually have... I actually had like mm-hmm. these... Um, like goat cheese burgers, they're really good because I like mm-hmm. I love like goat cheese because my family's like oh, that's Mediterranean, so, yeah, so that's it's so really cool. good. They have, like cucumber and like spinach and tomatoes, really good. That's anyway, really good, yeah. So, so that happened. We went. I think we we went to Smash Burger actually twice. <laughs> and one time, I actually I just got a shake. I got, I think probably like a mixed like birthday cake shake the second time, and it was really good. Before we saw a show, so Friday night. The Neo Futurist, the workshop we went to, they did plays. So what they would do with their plays, they would hang them up, and we would pick which title sounds the most appealing. And it was plays they would write themselves based on like it would be very metaphorical. Oh wow, so you would that's have to cool. pick out the metaphors, and they were really cool and big, like Meyer Holdian style, also like Methodists kind of. And it was a really cool thing to see. It's actually Chie, actually like Kupo, 
bring us there without like any like special like high price on it. And it was really cool. So the last day I went to MoMA, um, the night before we went to Rockefeller Center, and uh, we had dinner there, sushi again. They were clearing the ice skating rink and stuff, and then we had to go see Neo Futurists so we couldn't skate. But it was oh, well. snowing <laughs> that day. It was snowing when we went to Smack and everything, and I was smiling so hard that <laughs> it didn't matter that my whole entire face was numb. That's all and good. And it snowed the other day, so when we went to MoMA, the whole entire courtyard was covered in snow, and it was the most beautiful thing ever. And uh, so then we went to JFK Airport, and sadly, late at night, we had to come home. Well, that sounds like a lovely trip, Michelle. Yes, it really was. And that basically, there's a lot more that we did. But there's but so I, little time. Yeah, <laughs> I can't sum it all up. It was crazy and <laughs> wonderful. That sounds awesome. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing. Thank you so much for having me share. <laughs> all right, if you guys would like to contact Break a Leg, my email, well, my show's email, is breakaleg at kidstar.org. Instagram is breakalegkidstar. Twitter it is break a leg K D S T R like kid star without all the vowels anyway. And then I could finally get my Facebook to work for my show. So I finally have a Facebook page. It's just break a leg kid star. Cause Facebook was like really being mean to me and it wouldn't let me use my password. I'm like, wow, thanks Facebook. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. Yes. And thank today. you so much, Raina, for explaining that your username did just did not have an A in it. For the star. <laughs> well, actually, also, also, vowels. also oh. I, Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Excuse me. So sarcastic. Thank you. I didn't know what vowels were, but now I'll get through. (laughs) We need to finish. All right. So thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on Break a Leg. tuning in to break a leg we hope you had as great a time as we have and will join us again next friday at 6 p.m eastern time and 3 p.m pacific time on the voice america kids channel until next week good luck or um break a leg my name is Lindsay marie from bookworm now from the kids are out of the month here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Octopus. Well, I'm an octopus with eight arms on my body, which would come in handy if I practice karate. But I don't practice karate because I'm an invertebrate. I'm spineless, but I've got ink, and I don't mind squirting it, yeah. Cells are there to change my skin with camouflage But more it comes, I'm elusive as a mirage
That was the Wisp Pops from the Kidstar album of the month. 